So a question that we can ask and try to offer some at least thoughts concerning which is uh, the, a classic one, uh, something which is something along the lines of what is the point of anything if everything passes and everybody dies? It's a very pessimistic question, some would say, and, and, and consequently most of us would rather not think about it. And we say more than that, that in a certain phase of life, it's impossible to really, or just about impossible to truly conceptualize such a question because we're, we're, we don't have the, the, the emotional and cognitive range of motion to really to consider what there is here to consider. Meaning it's one thing to say the terms, yeah, no, I'm going to die, YOLO, uh, I'm a, you only live once, I better enjoy my life, right? We can all say this in words, but to really, truly conceptualize, say the fact of our death is extremely difficult. And we see that uh, people that have wanted to do that have taken sometimes extreme measures, whether it's uh, living in a, in a um, what should we call it, in a tomb uh, for, for a while or, or visualizing things. It's, it's very difficult to, to really understand the, the notion of, of the cessation of, our, of ourself uh, and further to, to uh, wrap our minds around something like the passage of time. I had when we're, uh, <laughs> even sometimes it's tough to think a year in advance, never mind to consider something like a hundred years, a thousand years, two thousand years. So it's very difficult. So we would say that usually the question is not asked uh, or answered sincerely. It's, it's uh, asked and answered in a self-serving way, meaning I want to be able to justify what I do now, just some blind kind of pursuit of something or other. So I say, you know, you're going to die. I'm, I know I'm going to die. So I better like chase after my dreams now. So I don't have any regrets, like 10 things people regret before death and now uh, you know, some, some kind of nonsense like that. Or, you know, time, you only have the, the, the past is gone. The future is uh, imaginary. So live in the present and enjoy it. So we, we don't want to just uh, offer, uh, ask the, and try to answer the question in a self-serving way because what's the point of that? That well, There's enough of that. We want to try to uh, address a question such as this or questions such as this uh, uh, in light of, uh, of clear ideas, meaning really, truly, what, what, what are some ways to think about it? Just like, we try to, uh, somebody asks us, what is, you know, two plus two? And we really try to clarify what the answer is. Or a detective is trying to solve a mystery, uh, 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 hopefully that doesn't involve death, right? And hopefully something lesser than that. But it's trying to solve a, a mystery and it's really trying to, to solve it, to clarify. Not just in a self-serving way, like, oh, you know, the mystery is the, the, the fun. The fun is the mystery. Nobody knows, you know, whatever. No, it's like your job, the detective's job to solve it. And that's what it is. So we want to try to actually clarify some things as it, as it concerns reality and, and clear ideas here. So maybe the, the first thing and most obvious thing to say is that uh, the, the words are not realities in their own self. And when we say words such as death and we say words such as time, we're probably just visualizing something and, and, and consequently the drawing conclusions from there. So by, by the terms death, we may think of a tombstone and we may think of if we've been to, to a few wakes, a few funerals, we see you know, what's going on. So that's what we think when we think death. And by the terms time, we simply uh, probably think of a timeline or we think of a calendar, January, February, March, April, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, 12 p.m., 2 p.m., 8 p.m., and so forth. Right? And then we try to figure out, like we visualize uh, a lot of time and we think, what's the point when I can kind of say the words a million years in the future and like a million years and I'm only here for a short period of time, like how can I matter? Or I think, uh, again, death and I think all the, the tombstones and, and, and then that's going to be me. So what does it matter what I do? And, and, and so forth and so on. So the a preliminary note to make, not just for this, but for any such investigations and, and riddles, is that we cannot draw any conclusions from our general visualizations of these kinds of things because that's just our visualizations. One person 
uh, saw a calendar in his or her youth and associated the term time with a calendar. Another person with a history textbook. Another person with a timeline. So we all have our own visualizations. Are we really going to say that ultimate reality, real hardcore reality can be narrowed down to our visualizations? That's ridiculous. That's just on a common sense level. And the same thing with death. One person's a mortician and, and has one concept of, of uh, one association with the term death. Another person has never really thought about it. Another association. Right, so why are we going off of that? We have to try to clarify the real clear ideas here not just these visualizations so where can we start um we can start with something such as uh, uh, maybe what's the easier one <laughs> probably both hard but uh let's say death all right let's say death so by that term what do we mean so here uh, an immediate distinction to make is that between ourself as a subject and ourself as object so to drive that, that distinction home we can consider there's many things we can consider one of them is that uh you know, everything about us can change, and yet we say, I am the same person, right? We ask a person who's 120 to think back to when he or she was a young youth, uh, uh, f- if he or she remembers, five years old, six years old, seven years old, and uh, the person, you know, re- recollects certain things, then we can ask the person, do you think that's you? And the person says, yes, everything is different. My body's different. My memories is different. I'm in a totally different time and place, and yet, or potentially place, and yet, that's me. That was me. So we say that the subject is the one who, who was there then, but the object is the one who has changed. Uh, there's definitely a different object from a, a, a 20-year-old to a 120-year-old. Right, further, we say that we can fall asleep and we can dream ourselves to be uh, any which way. Uh, and yet the one thing we can't dream of is, is the fact of, of who we, we are dreaming of dying. Meaning, if in our dream we something occurs where it logically follows that we should die, we're not nothing. We can't do it. Subjectively speaking, we're going to visualize ourselves to be a different character, or visualize the body that we thought we were from a different point of view. We cannot visualize. We cannot dream up of our own death. And the reason for that would be that our, uh, to, to, we cannot conceive of any alternative to ourself as subject. To to myself as an I, as a self, I cannot consider any. I, I cannot conceive of any termination. There's no possible logical way to, to express anything other than, than the, my own existence. So now we say, wait a second, but what about when I pass out? What about when I go under anesthesia or I fall asleep? So here we see the reason we think there's anything other than our own subjective existence is that it logically would follow that something occurred that is other than that which we experienced. So for example, we're in a chair uh, for uh, getting ready for surgery and, and uh, the anesthesiologist is putting us under anesthesia and is counting down 10, 9, 8, 7. So we, we hear a certain number, let's say 6, and then all of a sudden we wake up in a different room. So then logically, and not even that we wake up, we have an experience in a different room. We have an experience of hearing 6, and then we have an experience of being in a different room than that. So logically, it follows that there were uh, things occurred that, uh, for example, I had the surgery maybe for many hours and then I was wheeled to the other room and yet I don't recall that. So I say there was nothing in between when I heard six and when I woke up here. And yet, from a first-person point of view, that's that's ridiculous. There's just There just was what there was. I heard six and then I woke up here. So it's a logical kind of supposition that there was something uh, uh uh, that there was quote unquote nothing, whatever that's supposed to mean, that there's something other than what I experienced. So one conclusion here is to say that there can be a termination to our subjectivity, but there's another conclusion to draw, and that is that every person has, which kind of crosses over into the other topic, every person has their own unique uh, time, meaning time is not absolute, whatever that would mean. It's not universal for any and all people. Just because in my experience right now it is 5 p.m., it doesn't mean that that means anything as it concerns any postulated 
other persons. Right? Now, I am able to enter into the present of other people, for example, by uh, physically uh, you know, coming up to them or now with technology, calling them with the, the, my phone or over video or a phone call or something like this. But that would be creating a reality that was absent prior. It wouldn't be because there's an absolute reality to the, the, what, what it shows on my clock. Meaning the reason I can call you right now is because for me it says 3 p.m., and for you, it says 3 p.m. Now, we can get rid of that and we can, uh, the, the, the arbitrary um, displays of a clock, and we can still do that if it's possible to do. And that would be creating a reality. We would be entering into the present of the other person, and the other person would be entering into our present. So, here, that's a conclusion to draw that we have our own timeline. Uh, and, and that's not a contradiction to, to only our subjectivity being possible. So to return to death, as it concerns death, we would say that we have to draw that basic distinction between ourself as subject and object. There is no question that as object we will die, and we die as object all the time. For example, I might be 100 years old, but the 99-year-old me is already dead, and the 98-year-old me is already dead. I might be 20 years old, the 19-year-old me is dead. Meaning, uh, whatever kind of uh, conception I would visualize in connection with the terms such as 99 or 98 or 19, that's already gone. Uh, the me of yesterday is dead, right? I had a, a certain hairstyle yesterday. That's already cut off. I dyed my hair, whatever it may be. It's dead. The, 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 I can't find a picture like I, I was able to take yesterday of me today. I see something different in the mirror. So me as object dies all the time. And there's no question uh, as far as we have any reason to think that me as object will also die one day in a final way. Meaning I will not always be able to. Uh, to uh, you know, enjoy the experiences that I can enjoy right now because I have a, a body in a particular position in, 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 in space and in particular relations with other bodies and other things. For example, I live in Antarctica or Australia or America or something. Yes, that's not always going to go on. There's going to be a final uh, uh, there's, there's going to be a final instance of whatever it is that I can do now. Maybe right now I uh, enjoy doing my hobby and uh, there's going to be a limited time. You know, I, 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 I like to fly paper airplanes. That's my hobby. I, I'm not going to be able to do it an infinite amount of more times, maybe a thousand more times, 10,000 more times, maybe 20,000, but it's, there's a limit. Right? The, uh, the, I, I wake up, uh, I, uh, yesterday I woke up, the day before I woke up, that's two times, and third time, the day before that, there's a limit. It won't be e e millions of times that I'll be able to wake up like that. It'll be a certain uh, set quantity of times that I will be able to wake up and go to the mirror and see the face that I now see, if I can see, and feel my body the way that I tend to feel it, and have the memories that I tend to have, and all of that. There's a limited amount of time that that will occur, and yet... To myself as subject, it's we're not going to even comment in any kind of going to go metaphysical uh, from any perspectives like that here. But just from the perspective of what's possible to conceive, I cannot conceive of there ever being an end to my existence as a subject. Uh, ever again, just like I can't dream of, of of my death as a subject, I can only dream of of dreaming up a different body. I can dream of seeing the body I thought I was from a third person point of view. I can't dream of my determination of my life as as a, as a, a subject in my dream. All right, uh, and we would say that I could. It's inconceivable. No alternative to that is conceivable, uh, ever. Right for whatever it's worth. So consequently, uh, it, it would stand to reason that uh, one's own existence as a subject is. The only option is the only alternative, and and how that existence is had is based on the um, the, the 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 object that, that that is most bears upon my experience. For example, if that object is 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 that which uh, would be called a baby, 
Then all of my experience as subject is had as a baby. I fall asleep, I dream myself to be a baby. Well, then that I have a baby a dream, right? Uh, if all of it is had in light of um, uh, somebody that is struggling with a certain issue, a certain conflict, then every moment of my waking life is had and mediated in light of this given conflict or anxiety or fear that I have. And the only way to change that is to change that, right? But that would be a change of, of that as opposed to the change of myself as subject, which Remain. So that's the answer there. Uh, when we see uh, other people die, we see them die as objects, not as subject. We don't see another person as a subject uh, because that's we see the, the physical, we see the, the body, right? the, and then the animation put parts with the body, and we see the death of, of, of the object, and yet the death of the subject is inconceivable. Again, without any other assertions other than just stating the brute fact that it is, in fact, inconceivable. Without any other implications, it's inconceivable. So uh, when we um, think, you know, I'm going to die, and what's the point of life when everybody dies? I'm thinking of objects dying, and then I'm thinking of myself to be an object, and I'm thinking that I'm going to die. But uh, that's not, that's a category error. The object dies, and the subject is inconceivable that anything happens to it other than what there is, which is it, it, it existing. And the fact that I can, again, see other people die, quote-unquote other people, meaning other bodies die again, I can read into that as, as, as me dying, but logically speaking, I can't like, read into it like that. I can only read into it as that each person has their own timeline, uh, and, and uh, consequently, I can experience uh, uh, other bodies, other objects parting without mine, without mine uh, while I remain. So that can lead us nicely into the other uh, subject, which is time. What's the point if everything passes, if there's uh, so much time? So here again, if we get past the visualization of simply a timeline or something like this, we see, uh, we already kind of touched upon these points, we have our own personal time. We have our own personal present, meaning uh, our present is not defined by what is in our sense perception, meaning I am here right now because I see a given combination of things. Maybe I'm in my cubicle, I see uh, somebody pissing, and I see the computer, and I see uh, the phone ringing, or I hear it. I'm outside, I see the cloud in just this way, and I see the tree in just this way, and I have this degree of heat and cold and sweat and, and, and uh, thirst and all of this, and that's what makes it now. We would say another alternative to give is that what makes it now is because it being now is, a part, is part and parcel of my experience as subject. It is always the present as it concerns myself. And these are just scenes that fly before me, that I that, that appear in my conception. We call them reality. Sure, they are reality if they're not a dream, but uh, that doesn't change their, their qualitative uh, function here. Uh, that, so, so it's the present. It's now because of me and not because of anything in sense perception. So consequently, uh, we would say that they would follow that. Um, <laughs> it would follow that when we say, you know, there's history, there's thousands of years before, all these kinds of things. This is just our conceptions. There's there's what there is right now, really. And, and uh, we can read uh, as to the ancient times and all of this. We can visualize different things, but that's just us visualizing different things. The only thing that there is is now, but it's also not. We may hear, right, that, oh, the future is made up. The pre- imagine the present is... The past is gone. There's only now. That conception is defining now in terms of sense perception, as in there is now. I'm, I'm sipping the coffee, or I'm seeing the the you know the color. We're saying there's now in a so-called ontological sense, meaning in a sense of of, of real 
hard reality. They're just, they're just this now as it concerns myself as subject, not as it concerns sense perception. It's not clear what there is by the way of time as it concerns sense perception. Meaning, uh, again, if we set a, step away from the arbitrary that it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's June, July, August, it's uh, January 12 p.m., 8 p.m. If we set those things aside, it's not so clear uh, how we would characterize temporally the content of sense perception. But it's more clear to say that there is now, as it concerns myself, a subject. And consequently, it's inconsequential that I can imagine there are large tracks of time going by. That I can say the words a million years, that doesn't matter. Why? So what? You can say the word a billion years, it doesn't matter. What there really is is now. Uh, there's the, the present, uh, my present existence. And it's mediated in light of uh, the, the efforts that I have put in to, to elevate myself. Uh, meaning the worth of past experience, we would say, then is not... To have had it as a question of experience. Oh, I had a good time last weekend. Okay, that was last weekend. Doesn't help me. Just as a question of it being a good time. It can only help me if it has stamped my, my being, stamped my mind, stamped my tools in light of which I, I have experiences. And then I, I hopefully am existing, subsisting in a higher uh, kind of click, in a higher um, on a higher level now than I was what in in connection with the terms last weekend, something like that maybe we can say. So here we would say, uh, again, this, these are just the very general outlines uh, of these ideas, but put broadly, we would say that the, an answer as to, to what is the point of everything when, when everybody dies and everything passes is that we cannot say the statement, I, I'm going to die as a subject that doesn't make any sense and we cannot, and it's inconsequential what, the words I say concerning time, a million years in the future and the past, because what, as, as we've hopefully clarified at least a little bit, we all have our own individual time as opposed to there being an absolute time. And further, what there really is is the, 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 the present for, for myself as subject right now and the present is had in light of past activity and efforts at the maturation and at mental and emotional growth. Uh, but um, and that's the worth of our, our past activity. Right? Uh, I I had a good time when I was a baby. It doesn't help me, but I learned to speak when I was a baby, and that formed my mind. That does help me, right? So it's things that that really truly uh, uh, affect us. So I would say that uh, by no means is that any kind of <laughs> absolute solution to these very tricky problems. But it's just that it, the, the questions themselves are nonsensical. They're not. They're, they're going off of our visualizations that do not really take into account. Uh, direct experience, direct reality, meaning the category error of thinking that um, myself as object is, is myself as subject, category error of, of thinking that's uh, something that I visualize by the way of, of the temporal, of timeline, a calendar, that that is really has any absolute reality. Right? The category error of mistaking uh, the, the content of sense perception for the real present which there is, which concerns myself as subject, perhaps a lot more. And, and, uh, and there's definitely a lot more to say on these subjects. But we, that's in short, we would say those are, non, those are faulty questions and we have to push further to, to gain clarity here. We can think about it. Thank you for listening.